0: To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.
1: These are the Daily Tech headlines for Monday, February 25th, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. Microsoft announced the HoloLens 2 with a 53-degree field of view and eye tracking. It also adds 3D mapping of the hand so you can grab objects and adjust them rather than tapping on virtual controls. Microsoft also moved the integrated computer to the back of the headset to make it a little less front-heavy. The price is now $3,500, down from $5,000 for the first generation, and it can be bundled with Dynamics 365 Remote Assist. Microsoft will also work with third parties for specialized hardware for certain industries, an example being a hard hat made with Trimble. Microsoft also announced the Azure Connect Developer Kit. Designed for enterprises, Azure Connect offers a 1-megapixel depth camera, 360-degree 7-microphone circular array, 12-megapixel RGB camera, and orientation sensor and integrates with Microsoft's cloud services like Azure AI for organizations to build their own apps. Azure Connect is available for pre-order for $399. Huawei announced a foldable phone called the Mate X. It has an 8-inch wraparound OLED display that is 11 millimeters thick when folded. It's capable of 5G, has a 4500 mAh battery split into two parts, and runs on Huawei's Kirin 980 processor. When folded, it works as a dual-screen smartphone with a 6.6-inch main display and a 6.4-inch rear display. It does not have a rear camera when unfolded. The Mate X with 8GB of RAM and 512GB of storage will sell for €2,299 starting in the middle of this year. Sony unveiled the Xperia 1 smartphone with a 6.5-inch 4K HDR OLED display featuring a tall 21x9 aspect ratio as opposed to 18x9 or 16x9 ratios found on other phones. The phone also comes with three 12-megapixel cameras on the back with a variety of lenses for different effects, side-mounted fingerprint reader, Snapdragon 855 CPU, 6GB of RAM, 128GB of storage, and water resistance. No pricing was announced and is expected to be out late this spring. LG unveiled its first 5G phone, the V50 ThinQ. This is an update to the existing V40 platform, and aside from 5G, adds a larger 4,000 mAh battery, a Snapdragon 855 processor, and a better cooling system. LG also announced a dual-screen accessory, which attaches to the phone like a case and adds a second 6.2-inch OLED display that runs in the V50's battery. The dual-screen allows for two-app multitasking and can be used as a separate keyboard or game controller. The V50 will initially come to Sprint in the coming months and eventually come to Verizon over the summer. The dual-screen accessory will only be sold internationally with no planned U.S. release. Exact pricing and release dates were not announced. Xiaomi announced a version of the Mi Mix 3 with a 5G modem and Snapdragon 855 processor coming in May for €599. Like the non-5G version, it has a slide-out camera with a 2-megapixel wide-angle and telephoto sensors on the rear, and a 24-megapixel selfie camera and 2-megapixel sensor at the front. The Mi Mix 3 will also have a 6.4-inch OLED display. Xiaomi also announced the Mi 9 will come to Europe February 28th, starting at €449. Google Play services updated to add FIDO2 certification and support. Users with Android 7.0 and later devices will be able to log into apps and websites using biometric data like fingerprints or PIN numbers on devices without biometric support. All authentication is handled locally on-device, meaning apps and services will not have access to biometric information. Developers will have to integrate the FIDO API to fully support the feature. Auckland, New Zealand, suspended the operation of Lime scooter business in the city after the company reported 30 injuries to riders due to a software glitch. In 155 known incidents, Lime scooters were locking the front wheels mid-ride, sending riders flying off the vehicles. Lime reported that the error affected 0.0086% of rides in New Zealand, and that the error occurred when users were accelerating quickly downhill and hit a pothole or some other obstruction. Lime advised that this also affected scooters outside of New Zealand as well. A software patch has been released to resolve the issue. Researchers at Google published a paper asserting that software mitigation for specter-like vulnerabilities tied to exploiting inherent vulnerabilities in CPU speculative execution has proven inadequate and still impose a substantial performance penalty. The researchers found no single mitigation technique effective in all instances and found performance drops of up to 33% for the broadest mitigations. A combination of multiple mitigations required carefully weighing the security benefits versus the drop in performance. The researchers also found a general-purpose specter family attack could not be thwarted by any known mitigation techniques. And finally, the SD Association announced the MicroSD Express format. This will use NVMe 1.3 and PCI Express 3.1 interfaces to allow for transfer speeds of up to 985 megabits per second while maintaining full backwards compatibility. MicroSD Express will also allow for bus mastering, which allows memory cards to address system components directly without going through the CPU for faster multitasking really brings down latency time. And in other microSD card news, Micron and SanDisk unveiled one terabyte micro microSD cards at MWC. These use the micro SDXC format, which means read and write speeds of around 100 megabytes per second, with SanDisk's card being available in April for $449.99. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.